Drum roll, please. Break, draft, trade. So last show was all about your cat, <laughs> and this show will be all about your baby. <laughs> the cat. Oh, it is. Your cat was a guest star. You guys, I gotta get the little kitten real quick. Hold on, I'll be right back. Mike will appreciate this. Wash your hands before you get her. He's fine. And then you wash when you're done. Mm. Look at Mike. Mike. They can have diseases that they give you. Mm. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right, hold on, because you'll love him. She's gonna come back foaming at the mouth. <laughs> That's okay. My cat's literally never had her shots. She was a dumpster kitty, and we just took care of her, and she's been fine ever since. I figure if she was carrying something, I already have it. Gibby, uh-oh. This is Gibby. He's named after Debbie Gibson. Gibby the boy. Oh, oh sweet. <laughs> His name is Gibson. Gibby, Gibby. <laughs> Gibby the kitty. Look how cute he is. Wait, you have to see his little belly. Look at this ridiculous little belly. He's like a little bullfrog. He has worms. <laughs> Stop. We actually took it. We did actually take him to the vet the other day. Where did you get this kitty? My daughter found it next to a dumpster. Found it next to a dumpster. Okay. Yeah. yeah I keep I keep saying to her, who gave you this cat? Abby's from next to a dumpster. Is he meowing? Can you hear him? Yeah. Oh, he's squeaking away. Oh. Pod, Nick. Isn't he the cutest? He's like four weeks. Nice. All right, I'm gonna bring him back down to my mom. Yeah. Then we can get started. This is not bring your pet to work podcast. <laughs> this is not. But he's so cute. Look how Noel's like, Micah's a whole episode about his cat. Here's my new kitty. <laughs> Look how cute my pussy is. <laughs> Do not. That's going Do in. Not. That's the title. Break, draft, trade. For this podcast, it's going to be another one where it's like, first your cat gets to be on the spotlight. Today it will be you and your child, where it's almost like the show about Papa. Okay. Who knows Papa best? And we can guess, and you can tell us whether we're correct or not. This is derived from like the little sheets they pass out at baby showers, where it's like, okay. who knows the mom the best? And it's like, who's going to be the disciplinarian of the two? Since that's a baby shower game, this is like, who knows Papa best? However you want to play this, but that's the idea of playing it as a baby shower game. Okay. Fantasy football edition. Oh, We're going to compete oh, against okay. each other to see who knows Papa best based on knowing the answers to his questions. Okay. Because it's Papa's baby shower. <laughs> it's Papa's baby pod. <laughs> it was live stream on Instagram. Oh, dang. I didn't get to see live stream on Instagram. It's okay. I just get hit in the face really hard from cannons of pink powder paint that, like, I was oh. still blowing out of my nose a day and a half later. Oh, my. It's everywhere. <laughs> These gender reveals have gotten a little dangerous. Because it'll be you and I competing against each other for mic points. Mic points. Baby points. What we're thinking about as we're answering the question that will be the content of this podcast. Okay. When do we get to the songs? <laughs> the other game is the last drop from the bottle players. And these are the five oldest players of relevance <laughs> in the ranks at each position. Just creative questions involving these players. Songs with baby in the title or lyrics because I looked at the list of the baby in the title and it was like baby and baby. Okay. Noble's just going to be creative and just randomly start singing and then we can make a segment out of it. That is very likely to happen. Ooh. What's another word for, what could you use for a baby word for rank? 
baby rank? What? <laughs> Never mind. I was thinking of cute little words that you could use instead of rank drop rate. I was like, I'd rank Papa's baby like top three for sure. It's not even yes. born yet. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the awkwardness of the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's not even born yet, but it's absolutely top three. And when I do, I usually do it for when I have to wash my hair. Mm. Takes you that long to wash your hair? When I actually really like wash my hair for like the week, I do a full wash and then I do like a hair mask. So for those of you listening, we also give beauty advice on the Rank Drop Trade podcast. Envision Mike with like green stuff all over his face <laughs> and various slices of fruit covering his vision. That I don't do. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Have you ever done an Epsom salt bath? Like if you worked out and your muscles were really sore, you soak in Epsom salt. It's like magic. A lot of people have saltwater pools out here. Which I don't know. I think I'd rather be eating chlorine than salt. You'd rather eat chlorine than eat salt. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Welcome back to the Rank Draft Trade Podcast. I'm your hostess, Gina Noble, aka The Queen. And you can find me on Twitter at G. I'm forgetting again. Gina Noble, right? Or G Noble. What'd I do? Gina Noble? Gina Noble? I don't What? That's what you've told us, at least. <laughs> That's what we've been led to believe. You guys, I really don't get on Twitter that much. I'm not going to lie. Don't tell my yes. fans that. See, these things were established at birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. At Noble G underscore FF. And allow me to introduce, I'm going to introduce my fantasy football bestie, Nick James, first, because I have a special introduction for our other fantasy brain. So. Oh, dang. Uh-oh. Leapfrogged. Say hi to your fans. Say hi to your fans, friends, and phalanges. Well, I do not know any frit, at least a couple friends here with us today. Hi, friends. And then the handful of people that listen and participate in these bazillion leagues. Hello. It's more than a handful. Maybe it's a lot of hands full. (laughs) (laughs) It's more than a handful because we got voted like podcast number 23 out of a lot more than that. We didn't come in last. So I don't think that is correct, but you are correct (laughs) that we are not last. (laughs) Not last. (laughs) Higher. We were in like the top half. For whatever it means, I'm just thankful to be on any list. There are definitely lists you don't want to be on. (laughs) This isn't the worst list we could have appeared on. This wasn't the worst (laughs) list. I mean, if we were on, like, the FBI watch list, that would be way worse. Yeah, yeah. And before that happens, let's introduce somebody else. (laughs) So, we have a very, very special announcement. We were super excited to find out that our very own Mike of the Pod, our Papa Bear Claw. Papa. Papa. Papa will be welcoming a baby bear claw coming. Aww. When's the due date? In November, the 18th. <gasps> oh, a November baby. Really hoping for Halloween, though. Oh, that'd be cool. Little Halloween baby. That would be the best. And our little baby bear claw is going to be none other than a sweet baby girl. Woo! 
So congratulations to Mike and his lovely wife, Elizabeth. And we definitely are super excited to welcome a little girl, baby bear claw into the world. <laughs> so we look forward to hearing more about that. Thank you. Okay. So, so no, no, no. The question on everyone's mind, will it be baby bear claw or baby bear paw? Oh, probably paw. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but, but it's mama. It's Papa Bear, Mama Bear, Baby Bear, and their last name is Claw. Yeah, it's because I have big hands. Oh, but Baby Bear Claw might not always have little paws. Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, she could be fierce. She will be fierce. She's going to be a warrior. And a Giants fan. And she's going to love fantasy football. <laughs> and Daniel Jones. So maybe Baby Girl Paw. Ooh. Oh. Papa Bear Claw and Baby Girl Paw. You are just changing it all up. Nick is just changing. I'm just glad to have somebody that'll be able to actually sit through the entire Giants game with me on Sundays. And that'll be because she can't get up. Mm. <laughs> but in like at least 12, 13 years, will she be able to set lineups on Sunday on Ooh. time? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I sure hope so. She's going to probably be the smartest fantasy football player of all time because she's got her dad teaching her along the way. <laughs> and so speaking of her dad teaching her along the way... Nick and I have had the pleasure of knowing Mike now for, what, two years? Been a while. Anyway, we listen to him weekly, bi-weekly on this podcast, and we learn all kinds of things about him. But have we retained that information? As in we, it's myself and Nick James. So we're going to be playing some games today. We're throwing Mike a baby shower. So the Rank Draft Trade podcast is the baby shower podcast Today, Mike is going to ask us questions and it's going to be how well we know Mike. So we'll be giving the answers for some of this. We may switch it up along the way, but to start, we are going to have Mike ask some, would you rather type questions pertaining to football players, fantasy information, football, NFL information. And then Nick and I will give the answers and we'll see who knows Mike better. Is that, is that pretty much, did I explain that? Okay. You nailed it. Okay. Papa Bear Claw Baby Shower Game Show, where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Yes. The points always matter, you guys. Ooh. Although, I'm not going to lie. Nick is probably going to win this. <laughs> I'll do my best. But my money, if you're putting money, if you're listening to this, I would definitely put your money on Nick. <laughs> but we'll see. I might surprise you all. All right. So. Name game. Vanna, what do you have up? <laughs> <laughs> For our first game, we have the celebrity name game. This is a one of those games that might be played at a baby shower. We're going to twist this where the NFL name game, where we have players that are all share the same last or first name in some sort of combination. Something about Mike with these players as far as where he might rank them, trade them, draft them, maybe in a different order that would be this podcast. Players that are all categorized by a shared name. Okay. These are some interesting groups we got. I think I'm ready. Okay. I know. We didn't make this difficult for you at all, Mike. You're supposed to have the easy part. <laughs> oh, I know. The easy part. Thinking up the questions. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
All right. Let's do this. So we'll start with more. We want more. You can spin this however you want, and we can actually ask you these questions and guess the answers, and we can uh, play it like that where, you know, we're getting to know the Papa of the Bear Claws. Okay. Does that work? Like, who's the better DJ, more Papa? Wow, Papa. All right. I guess we could probably start with who do you think I prefer value wise, Sky Moore or Rondell Moore? Mm. Rondell. Oh, man. You hated Sky Moore last year. I know. I know. <laughs> and Hopkins isn't on the team anymore. So all five foot nine inches of Rondell Moore may be used. Uh, I don't know. I guess that would be the same amount that they might use Sky. Uh, I'm probably going to go Rondell by a smidgen, but he probably doesn't want either. No, I probably don't want either. Either, but I'll take Sky more over Rondell more. <gasps> what you hated Sky more last year? Yeah, and I really, really dislike Rondell more. I think the little bit of value that he still has will be gone sometime before the end of this season, and he won't be rosterable going into next year. I understand that Hopkins is gone, but he's so tiny. Another tiny receiver on that team. <laughs> he's he's wicked tiny. Yeah, he's wicked he is tiny. Wicked, he is wicked tiny. <laughs> I'm glad everybody liked my usage of the word wicked, and I hope that I'm starting a trend. <laughs> there we go, just like llamas. Now, if you go up north, they already use wicked, but we'll start the trend elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Any more of those? Yeah, I think we have at least one more. <laughs> Ooh, I want more. <laughs> DJ Moore or Chris Godwin? Oh. 12 team super flex. You go first, Nick. So we're guessing what Papa prefers? Yes. Yes. I think he prefers DJ Moore. Whatever Justin Fields is, is as good as a lot of the quarterbacks DJ Moore has had that has made him be as loved as much as he has been. Chris Godwin, there's some arguments that could be similar there, depending on how you feel like Jameis Winston, but it's going to be Mayfield and then maybe a free agent quarterback. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely DJ Moore, ride or die. Oh, yeah. I, oh, do you say, oh, yeah? Well, then I'm sticking with DJ Moore. <laughs> I'd stick with DJ Moore. I was going to go opposite just because I felt like DJ Moore was sort of the obvious answer. And I was like, no, he's going to throw us for a loop here. So I was going to go Godwin just because I thought you were tricking us up. But DJ Moore it is. Yeah, that one's pretty clear for me. I just don't like Godwin with Baker this year. And then it's just kind of unknown after that on what's going to happen. At least with Fields, I think he's got to improve on the passing if he can get three healthy receivers on the field and improve the passing game. And if DJ Moore is the number one target on that offense, even though it might only be, you know, a small amount of passing yards to go around, he could be a target hog on that team going into, you know, he's in his prime. If there's anything that's going to be fantasy relevant in that passing game, I think it's going to be DJ Moore. You just hope that with the pie being as small as it is, that it isn't spread a, spread around, I guess. But DJ Moore is going to command targets. Uh, I, I like DJ Moore more than Chris Godwin. I'm totally there with you. They're not far off, though. Facts. What about Brown? wide receivers. Ooh, I don't know where to go with the Elijah Moore. How about another Browns wide receiver? Donovan Peoples-Jones? Interesting. That's one. Cedric Tillman? I mean, is he really in this? Actually, I guess people might have him in the uh, same conversation mm-hmm. there. And then David Bell, Noble. Ring my bell. <laughs> It's Ring like a soundboard in a person. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh, I guess we could rank the Browns receivers after Amari Cooper. Mm, that's good. Cooper Scooper? No, you don't get to pick him. He's already there. Mm. And if we're guessing what Papa thinks, I'm going to guess that Papa is thinking what I'm thinking. The most valuable one for Dynasty is Elijah Moore. Even if it isn't as much this year, he's the youngest one of that group, other than like uh, in the same kind of age range as like David Bell. David Bell falling down the chain there, Donovan Peoples-Jones... I'm going to go Donovan Peoples-Jones, Elijah Moore, Cedric Tillman, and David Bell. It's going to be Elijah Moore before Donovan Peoples-Jones, but then the rest is spot on. Sorry, I didn't give Gina a turn to answer again. So that would be a good guess, Gina. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's okay, Mike. So I was actually going to just say ditto to what Nick said. (laughs) What he said? (laughs) You didn't ask about Schwartz. Mm. Oh! The Schwartz isn't with us. He did did not make the cut on that list. (laughs) Oh, Schwartzy. Wasn't he one we really liked for a while? No, we liked him for a sec. For a hot second. Yeah. Demetric Felton just doesn't exist. Oh, no, he's gone too. (laughs) So the score is I'm not sure to I'm not sure, which whatever it is is probably more than the rushing yards that Stroud accumulated in 2021, which was negative. Moving on. Okay. (laughs) Moving on to Alan. There you go. Maybe we won't say it like it's a question. I'll just say Alan. (laughs) He's like, what am I doing with Alan? Who's Alan? Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to players with the name Alan. For the first one up, do I prefer Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts? I'm going Josh Allen. I think Jalen Hurts is very, very close in that conversation. But I would say Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are still the clear one and two. That's fair. I like Hurts just next after Josh Allen, and I wouldn't be surprised if in a year I like Hurts more than Allen, if Hurts takes another step forward this year. But as of right now, that's uh, how I'd have it. I'm guessing Mike has it the same way too. Josh Allen QB2 overall over Hurts. Yeah, just by a hair, but I could see that flipping easily. I mean, I know he's not getting old, but he is 27, and once quarterbacks kind of start to get closer to 30, they kind of start to inch their way out of that top five. Mm -hmm. They're no longer a baby. Yeah. No, they're growing up into their toddler years. <laughs> yeah, toddlers, teenagers. Just so you know, every time you say baby, I'm going to drop in a sound effect. There you go. Baby! <laughs> baby. You can like do like a crying baby, like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little baby giggle. <laughs> yeah, let's rank three older wide receivers for the season. They're all going to be aging vets, so they're going to be for your win now teams. We're going to go with Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, and Adam Thielen. Mm. Who do you like out of those three in which order? We can rank them and we can talk about them. Which order does Mike have them in, Noble? Yeah. I would say it was Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, and DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, I'm going to say DeAndre Hopkins third. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross, I know. I'm going to say Keenan Allen second and Thielen first. I'm going to basically put it in the opposite order. <laughs> with Hopkins first, Keenan Allen second, and Adam Thielen third. I think the optimism of where Hopkins could land and be used this year when he's really close to the same age as Keenan Allen might give you a little bit more security than Keenan Allen, who just had a first-round wide receiver drafted to his team and has a slightly younger Mike Williams next to him. Even though his quarterback is already elite, and that's basically the best case scenario you can hope for with Hopkins. I'm going to say Hopkins, Keenan, and then Thielen. He, he, he's just a guy. I'm 
just a guy. I, I think Nick, Nick got that one again. You guys, I told you to put your money on <laughs> Nick. I wasn't lying. <laughs> oh, Hopkins can pretty much go anywhere, and he's going to have wide receiver one value this year. Could have some injury concerns. I mean, obviously, I don't think any of these guys are going to last terribly long. Still like Keenan Allen this year, even though they added Quentin Johnston. He's still clearly the two when healthy, like one, two when healthy with Mike Williams there. I mean, as far as fantasy points, but the injury concerns are getting there. And I still like Thielen because he's basically free, and I'm so high on Bryce. And if Bryce hits, his wide receivers have to catch passes. Okay. Well, I get zero points on that, and Nick gets three to add to the grand total of Nick having 795 mm-hmm. Papa points, and Noble still coming in mm-hmm. with a goose egg. A whole lot to not enough. <laughs> no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> on to our next, looks like. Do we have any more Allens? Yeah, we have more oh. Allens. Uh, oh, we're still on Allens. I was bored of Allens. I was moving <laughs> on. No, I'm just kidding. All right, we got more Allens. Let's go to a, which would I prefer, Alan Lazard or Curtis Samuel? Oh, mm. I thought you were going to say that other one, and I'm Ooh. like, Ooh. Oh, you love some Curtis Samuel. I'm going Curtis Samuel. I love some Curtis Samuel. I definitely prefer him to Alan Lazard, but does Papa? Probably, because he talked a whole bunch of crap about Lazard a couple <laughs> shows ago, so I'm going to guess that he's picking Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I'm going with Curtis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Noble's on the board. It's <laughs> like a sneaky, undervalued wide receiver threes. Probably not going to be as anything special on that team with Dotson and McLaurin, but I still think he has some upside. But the upside with Lazard, it, with Rodgers, we've already seen. We've seen him being the absolute number one wide receiver on the team. Uh, we've seen him be a backup wide receiver on the team, and it looks like his ceiling is wide receiver three. And Garrett Wilson, Eric Corey Davis, did they get any other aging vets over there? I guess there's still Denzel Mims hanging around. They lost Berrios. <laughs> yeah, so. Conklin. Yep, signing Lazard. I see him as one of those where he's like rostered in pretty much every league that rosters 300 people. And you can't play him. He's hardly ever started and he just kind of like is there on your team. He's worth owning but not worth starting, not worth dropping where he kind of just hangs out in that range. Yeah, That's like, how I feel about Miles Gaskin. Like if you really wanted a guy you can get seven points out of, he's your dude. Mm-hmm. Where like Curtis Samuel, he has an upside as high than an older Lazard. Granted, he is on a team with Dotson and McLaurin, and the quarterback scenario isn't great, but Alan Lazard, it's like the best-case scenario isn't as high as what the best-case scenario is for Curtis Samuel, and with as low as they would be on the board, I'd certainly prefer the upside of what Curtis Samuel could be, just betting on the talent and years left. Side note, I'm looking at the computer screen right now, and Nick is looking a little like Bob Ross. (laughs) Bob Ross? Painted. Oh, because the hair is kind of going <laughs> out a little bit. This screen. Yeah. I'm like, wow, Nick's hair got really big. Oh. <laughs> It's a little Bob Rossi. It's because I didn't turn the light on again. We're doing podcasts in the dark. It's like the further I lean forward, the bigger my fro gets. Uh, I am. I'm like, what is, why is his head so big? Like, Thank you for saying focus, Noble. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. We got to do at least a couple more names for the name game, and we'll then we'll have to move on to a new segment. Okay. Um, should we move on from Alan? Yes. Let's move on from Alan. Okay. Don't make me say. Don't make me answer anything about Alan Robinson. Let's go to. Uh, Jalen real quick. This will be a fast one. How many players with the name Jalen would I roster? <laughs> Probably one. One. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> and that would be his no, 
number three ranked Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. I don't think Tolbert or Tolbert and Rager are rosterable at all anymore. If you get into the rounds where it's like 20 through 25, I don't absolutely hate like Jalen Tolbert as far as someone you stash. Jalen Rager is irrelevant, but at least maybe Jalen Tolbert, maybe in leagues that are a little bit bigger than 300 where it's just another guy because it's all stabs way deep like that. Jalen Hurts is the obvious answer. Tolbert would be the only one on the fringe for me. Yeah, I don't think I would even. Okay. What about Hurts or Burrow? What do you think, Noble? What do you think his answer is? Hurts and then Burrow. I'm going to guess that he likes Burrow more. Did you guess Burrow? I guessed Burrow. Okay. Yeah, and a 12-team super flex, I'll take Burrow over Hurts. Really? Yeah. Suck at this, you guys. <laughs> I love Hurts that much. I'm not sure if Mike did. I figured he'd probably still no. like Burrow more. 16, if we get up to like 16 team and we have like four point passing touchdowns, then maybe I'm leaning Hurts just because of the huge rushing upside in that big of a format where there's so few rosterable quarterbacks. It gives you even more of an advantage on the upside. That's interesting that you use the league size as the tiebreaker. Yeah, league size is a tiebreaker for me with a lot of quarterbacks. I'll go for more upside in a larger format, kind of like more of like a bigger risk and more like safety in the 12 team, the smaller format. When it's up at the top, a couple guys like that, I can see like six point passing touchdown being a deciding factor. Four point passing touchdown would seem to cater to Hertz a little bit more. Like maybe that might be a tiebreaker. Yep. As far as league size, either way, they're both going to be there. I personally like Hertz more, but I definitely understand the Burrow sentiment. I think it's more likely that Jalen Hurts outscores Burrow on a points per game basis and can put up just like bigger points, especially with the rushing game on there. Well, what about another Joe? Another Joe. Ooh, Joe Mixon. Mm. People are all over the place with Joe Mixon. Yeah, I know. So am I. It's, I but I've been seeing him everywhere. So does he want to buy him, sell him, or ice him? <laughs> I mean, I guess we could do buy, sell, or hold Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that you're saying hold because the people that have him probably want too much for him. He's hard to buy. If you're trying to sell him, people are going to point at things that have already been dismissed in court and say that it's risky, even though I think he's worth more than that. So for me, I'm holding him. I'm just icing him for right now. Um... Let's see. How wrong do I want to be on this? <laughs> no, I agree. We're guessing what Mike thinks. I'm guessing Mike thinks what I think is that we're icing Joe Mixon. So my answer is that Mike is always willing to sell if the price is right. He will. Oh, that's like a given. I mean, he, nobody is really untouchable. So there's always that. But I do like Nick's what he said. And so it would make sense in the stock market. The same thing is true of stocks. Like sometimes you just got to hold them. So I think that you are holding on Mixon, unless the offer is amazing, but you're looking to hold him. With like what Nick was saying before, where Mixon is all over the place. So I don't have a specific buy, sell, or hold of what I would do with Mixon. It really depends on your league. But if somebody is low on him, where you see him dropping and dropping in a startup, or somebody throws him on the block and you can get him for cheap, I'm buying. If I can sell to somebody for Mixon's value last year, I'm selling. And if I have him and I'm not getting a decent offer for him, I'm definitely holding. Yeah. You know, still huge upside on that offense, and he's still there. Regardless of whether you name your poor baby girl Alan or Moore or (laughs) Jalen. We are moving on to the next segment. This next segment is the last drop from the bottle players. So you are going to become very familiar with baby bottles here in the near future. And several of these players have just about ran out of milk. (laughs) 
So what I did here was put together the five oldest players in my ranks that have any kind of relevance to me. I want Mike to give me questions as far as these older players, how he's acquiring them, selling them, using them, drafting them, avoiding them, and we can try to guess what Mike thinks. Okie dokie. Let's start with QBs. Mike, here's some old, old QBs. Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, and Russell Wilson. Let's see how well we know Mike. Okay. We'll start with, do I prefer Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? You want me to go first? Yes. You want to go first? I feel like we need to have like a you buzzer. go first. Go first. Oh, she got me. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man, your buzzer didn't go off. So fast. <laughs> I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers, not just because he's a Jet, because <laughs> I know you love the Jets. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> it's the Giants. It's the Giants. I got you. I got you. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson, I just don't even know what to think of him right now. Therefore, I feel like maybe you don't know what to think of him right now. Like Aaron Rodgers, a new team, maybe a little bit light some fire under him. He could potentially still have a few years left in him. So I'm just going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Cool. I'm sure it's wrong. <laughs> All right. So Aaron Rodgers has definitely the better wide receiver of the two and Garrett Wilson, in my opinion, at least, and will probably be for the next while, depending on how long Aaron Rodgers plays. I think the easiest answer is Russell Wilson, and that's due to five years in Sean Payton in comparison to Aaron Rodgers, and that will be my final answer. If he keeps his position. <laughs> that was a good final answer. I really like Russ going into this year with Payton. Mm-hmm. He's kind of locked in. That's just you who hates him, Noble. Uh, I know he's dangerous. He I is. Have to say- <laughs> he, he's not someone you want babysitting your child. <laughs> no, keep him away. I, I don't know. I don't mean to say anything bad about Mr. Wilson. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson. That does sound dangerous. I need to see a year from Russell Wilson that looks like semi-decent football, and then I'll change my mind. Well, let's see what a year from Aaron Rodgers in New York looks like. This is true. Mm -hmm. This is true. Rodgers at 39 and a half. For a guy that gets pretty upset with what other people are saying, New York media is not going to be easy on him. Mm -hmm. No. No. And he's a little bit of a prima donna. Let's rank three players who I think have one year left starting a season in the NFL. Ooh. We'll start with Kirby Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, and Matthew Stafford. Mm. Like out of those, which one? Yes. Under the under the assumption that they have a year left just because that's the assumption I have. Not necessarily that that's true. Nick, I'm going to defer to you. <laughs> nice, you go nice. first. You might be surprised to know that Tannehill and Stafford are separated by less than half of a year in age. I think Tannehill's going to be a free agent next year. Cousins going to be a free agent next year, which is a little bit of recent news. I really hope they send them like Trey Lance or something. Yeah, definitely Kirk Cousins first. And I'm going to gamble that Stafford sticks around due to money reasons and Tannehill putters out. Putters or Peters? I would rank them Cousins. Stafford and then Tannehill. That sounds good. I'm going to go with the same. That, that's where I'm at. I, I don't think Tannehill even starts the full year. I think Levis comes in at some point this season. Mm, the Levi's man. It's definitely scary. I do see a path where Ryan Tannehill plays a majority of the season, if not all of it, if they do okay. They're in a really crappy division where if they're at least okay, they're leading the division where the Colts are not good and the Jags struggle struggle or something along those lines. I could I could see a narrative where it's like Tannehill is leading a winning team and they don't bench Tannehill because they're winning. But 
yeah, definitely riskier than even Stafford, who's barely older than him and super paid. There's just like nobody really behind Kirk or Stafford that could even that they're gonna go ahead and throw in to take over for the season. And that yet that you would have to worry about. We got an early second round quarterback behind Tannehill, but if they're winning and what they have going on is working, I don't think they're gonna bench him for that. I think you're right there. I can dig it. I can dig it. We can dig it. It was good. Let's move on to running backs. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, running backs. Ooh, Papa's favorite. Last drop from the bottle players at running back. Mike, what questions do you have? Ooh, these are good. I grabbed the five oldest that were in a ranks that yeah. actually made like the top 300-ish or close. Jared McKinnon, Derek Henry, Aaron Jones, Lennon Fournette, and Jamal Williams. Okay. What questions or opinions do you have where we might be able to guess the answer? Okay. Where do I think Jet McKinnon finishes the season as an RB1, 2, 3, 4, <laughs> or more? No, that's not J-Jets, just so you know. No. Yes. I was a little confused because I was like, do we have two Jets? Are there two Jets? He is also really fast. <laughs> Only when they fly in pairs. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they're like a gaggle at that point. <laughs> that's like geese. <laughs> yes. Um, An RB... I feel like, all right, is he asking this question because he thinks by some miracle he's going to be like an RB1? Or do I feel like he's going to be like, he's not even going to make the squad? <laughs> Probably closer to that. Yeah. RB4. Ooh. So he's in RB4 as in RB37 through 48. Is that what you're saying, Noble? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> but yes is a good answer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that's fair. Now, I really hope, like, Prince breaks out or Clyde Edwards gets traded or a better role or uh, Isaiah Pacheco becomes Jamal Charles for 12 months or something. Or Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. <laughs> Ice skater. <laughs> I'll take Jerick McKinnon is an RB4. Yes next year where he still has some value even though he's a bazillion years old but it's just because it's the Chiefs and they don't have a bunch of great running backs. Yeah I don't think they have a bunch of great running backs but I think they do like how they use him. I think he could have like an RB3 finish with some more upside from there on that team and he's just completely worthless. You you just changed that. <laughs> next to unrosterable. It's just because there's zero future. Yeah. It's like we're surprised you're playing this year. I'm not excited at all about next year so maybe you have some playability because you definitely had some playability at the end of last year. So a little bit of that with Jerick McKinnon. I think the starting RB for the Chiefs next year is not on the roster. I can go with that. I can see that. Mm. And this, and he's a bazillion years old and all the other ones are younger. So it's <laughs> maybe something this year, definitely nothing in the future. So whatever that's worth to you, will he finish as like an RB4? Probably will he be worth an RB4 next year? No. I, I like him at his value. He's worth less than Zeke and Zeke is practically worthless. I dig it. Um, can we do my favorite subject tight ends? <laughs> you just going to skip wide receivers like they don't matter? And all well, the other running back. backs? I just, yeah. I just felt like yada 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 tight ends. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was like thinking we already talked about all of that whole section. Well, Noble's just thinking about tight ends all day. I was distracted by tight ends. I Mike. apologize. <laughs> Do you have any other running backs you think might have another drop in the bottle in that five there? Ooh, and there's even more that I could add to the four. Um, yeah, let's do Derrick Henry or Aaron Jones. Mm. Yeah, Aaron Jones. I think neither have a future, and Aaron Jones is probably better this year. 
Is he though? I don't know. You talk one year sample and you're trying to make a bet. It's probably Derrick Henry who's like RB1 whenever he's out there. But I just drafted Tyje Spears. Man, that's gross. <laughs> you probably prefer Derrick Henry and then Aaron Jones. I don't care either way. Noble? Uh... <laughs> I'll go the opposite just for Aaron Jones and then Derrick Henry. Yeah, I'd go with Derrick Henry over Aaron Jones. <laughs> I don't think it really matters much who's that quarterback in Tennessee. Nick is cheating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can go first and cheat. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I go first and I still lose. <laughs> Mike's gone 100% yeah. so far. I don't know what you're talking about. I've, I've got them all. Yeah, huh? Mike is crushing it. I have like seven, 72 points. Oh, man. Mm, pretty good. Yeah. All right. Ooh, wide receivers. Okay. We touched on a bunch of these older wide receivers just before. So we'll do, we'll be quick with wide receivers. And actually, I don't know. We got to do like Lockett and we got to do Woods. Tyler Lockett or Robert Woods? What do we can? Are, are they even comparable? I like Lockett more than Woods. By like a lot. Yeah. I mean, they're both i mean it's not like block us worth a ton but just agree noble you can be right yeah i agree i totally agree with that yeah that's a great call on to tight ends on to my favorite subject for real tight ends yes so popeye what tight ends do you like i'm just kidding okay let's go all right the aging tight ends that sounds terrible <laughs> it is okay in 12 team super flex what draft pick in the first round is the tier break with Kelsey like what would you trade Kelsey trade for Kelsey in a 12 team super flex non-premium league so what would I trade Travis Kelsey for yeah. in terms of rookie draft picks yes and this is non tight end premium non tight end premium if I'm win now and my tight end sucks I'm trading my first for Travis Kelsey I'd trade the 107 for Travis Kelsey in non tight end premium if I'm okay at tight end I have one of the other six or seven that I like 1.09 but either way 1.07 to 1.09 09, I think is totally fair for Travis Kelsey. Non-tight end premium for the oldest tight end in ranks. One, the 107? So, yeah. I guess I'll say 1.07 so you can pick something lower than that and probably be closer to right. Lower as in like 109? That sounds or... like a great guess, Noble. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm gonna the 109 because i know mike better than you know mike probably on this one mike there's one actually, right answer yeah. for this <laughs> yeah actually i think you're right on this one that's about my wow yes <laughs> yes I think that's about as early as I'd be willing to pay. Mm-hmm. I, I think Johnston and Addison would have to be gone, and then I'd be willing to go ahead and uh, trade the pick out. Yeah, rather than Flowers. I can definitely dig it. Yeah, like Flowers, like, I, I don't think I would rather Flowers. That's like where... Than Travis Kelsey? Yeah. Yeah, definitely have Travis oh, Kelsey. I'd definitely rather have Travis Kelsey. Definitely. Yep, all 34 point something years of him. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the part, like, maybe he goes for two years, maybe he goes for three, maybe he goes for what? You just have no Idea. Yeah, that's the gamble. Like, it, but if he's playing, he's a beast. Yeah, like it, it's like cheating, even in non-premium. Almost thirty-four. Which me thirty-six. Travis Kelsey thirty-four. Yeah, he's agent. He's the player every year that, especially in auction drafts, right? Because if you're just snaking or whatever, you pick who you pick. But in auction drafts, every year I want him. These are redraft. Boo. So I know you value players a little different. 
different. But he's the one I always go back to. And as he's blowing it up, because I'm just like, I mean, he can't have another year in him like this. I'm like, the whole season, I regret it if I didn't just bid a little more. The thing is, if you predict a fall off every year, you are eventually right. I mean, eventually we'll be right. <laughs> that is true. Yes, eventually. But I hope we're wrong for a very long time. It's already been a long time. He's closer in age to Vernon Davis than Kyle Pitts. So, mm-hmm. like, we're getting there. We are getting there. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I suppose that's true. Yeah. He's pretty close to Zach Ertz. <sighs> yeah, he is. Ooh, Ertz. Does that Ertz you? Ooh. Ertz, Erk. Ertz. No. I guess we can kind of go through the last four all together because I could see people having them all in any kind of order. Yeah. Okay, cool. Or even rosterable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's rank Zach Ertz, Logan Thomas, Darren Waller, and Tyler Higby. Can I go first? Yes. Go for it. Okay. Darren Waller. Yeah. One. Zach Ertz. Ugh, that one's uh maybe. That one's gross. I okay. So I'm gonna just go Darren Waller, Zach Ertz, Tyler Higby, Logan Thomas. And we're guessing Mike here. Obviously Darren Waller, New York Giant. Ooh. And I hate Waller. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Clayton Toon is the quarterback, one of my most rostered rookies <laughs> there for the Cardinals. And I'm sure that'll just do wonders for Zach Ertz coming off injury being a bazillion years old. Tight end one. <laughs> if you're looking for someone who's actually gonna be a top twelve tight end who has a better chance, Ertz or Higby, I'm going to guess that you're going to say Ertz and then Higby and then Logan Thomas because you don't think he's rosterable. Though, I think he could be uh, one of those sneaky ones mm-hmm. where they're worth nothing in the offseason and then end up being tight end tour to tight end one on a weekly basis. Interesting, interesting take. <gasps> Was I right? Yeah, we're going to go with, uh, I'd go with Waller followed by Higby, then Ertz and Logan oh, Thomas. You were right on Ertz. Right loves Higby. Yeah. You were right on the rosterable for Logan Thomas. Yeah, he's probably rosterable if it's deep enough, but it keeps getting hurt. And there's only so many people to throw the ball to on that team. I can't see Sam Howell then also having like a Logan Thomas fit the role that he used to fill, or if he's even going to be playable if he does start, even if he is the starter in Washington. Mm-hmm. He's free. He's free agent. Well, free. Yeah. He, yeah, he's free in fantasy football. Yeah, he is free. He's absolutely free. But he is worth the roster spot, I suppose. Yep. I do like Higby. Tight end one upside. I mean, not not the upper end, you know, the lower end, tight end one upside. Mm-hmm. Ertz without Kyler is just going to be scary. I, I don't really see that team, if it's McCoy or Toon. Yeah, that's going to be rough. And he's super old. And it's not like he doesn't have McBride there as well. Yep, waiting. And coming off major injury. Mm-hmm. He's a great buy low because he's practically free to He's been going really late in startups. Man, I should have known. Mike loves Higby. I like cheap stuff. I almost had that. I like free stuff. I don't know. Like, I guess I was just thinking along the same lines as Nick mentioned with Ertz is like, I mean, he's still a really good tight end. I mean, he's coming off of injury, but mm-hmm. I would think Ertz. It hurts to say it, but Ertz will no longer be part of roster team names going forward. Yeah. Yeah. That does Ertz. Yep. <laughs> All right. Should we move into my long awaited songs with baby in them? There you go. No, we'll lead this section. This, this sounds like a you thing. There you go. <laughs> this is such a me thing. Baby, hit me one more time. <laughs> All right, let's bring a little Britney. Except for this, we're not doing that one. <laughs> Let's Wait, do I that have one. one. I, I'm going to 
make up my own, and then we'll go to Nick. You didn't make that song up. I'm going to make up my own. No, 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 no. Let's no, no, make no. that into a segment. So, baby, hit me one more time. What baby, hit me player? one more time. It is players most likely to make a comeback. Uh, I was going to say players most likely to hurt you again. Yeah, hurt hit you me again one is more fine. Time. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah, let's do okay. that one. Okay. Nick always has to have all the good ideas. <laughs> You're there. You're, you, you sing. Baby, hit me one more time. Yes. Yeah, we, we hear you, Miss Spears. My loneliness. Mm -hmm. is killing yeah, me and I <laughs> alright Mike give us three players you think who are going to hurt you again okay uh, Terrace Marshall mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of players that are going to hurt me again yes <laughs> Terrence Marshall yes <laughs> we're starting with that list they're going to be such different like values these players mm -hmm. do like Terrace Dobbins alright so Mike what I'm gathering here is that you've been hurt in the past by Terrace Marshall oh yeah and Dobbins. Uh, what's a battle you're going with right now when you're picking between Dobbins and what other player? And we'll pick your preference. Okie dokie. Baby, hit me one more time. <laughs> Who are we choosing between Mike? Okay. So we're going to go with two players that I'm ready to get hurt again with. Uh, <laughs> J.K. Dobbins and Javante Williams. Hmm. Baby, hit me one more time. Yeah. And which I prefer going forward. Like, rank those or which one are you just telling us? Which one does Mike prefer, Noble? To be hurt by? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did you say? Javante Williams? Yeah, yeah and, and Dobbins. Dobbins. And Dobbins. Uh, ooh. Yeah. Uh, Javante. I'm going to guess it's Dobbins because that's been his long, long, long love. And with Dalvin Cook as a free agent, that's one of the destinations they've talked about. I think it's going to be a little bit of a wait with Javante Williams. He's one of the younger ones in ranks, so he's still going to be valuable next year. But I think if there's one that he's ready to be hurt by again, it's probably <laughs> Dobbins because from week one on, you can at least expect things from him. Yeah, I'm ready to get hurt by Dobbins again. In the small sample sizes we've gotten from him, he's just looked great. And man, Cook there would just be, well, it would be great for Cook. <laughs> Javante, I'll probably I, I could could see liking going forward later in the season. Definitely a rebuild target for me. I just don't think he's going to start off strong, or if he even starts off at all in the beginning. Well, Noble's wrong again. Yeah, you were close. <laughs> oh yeah, Noble. More songs with "Baby" in the title or lyrics. Let's do "Ice Ice Baby." Okay. So, what players are you willing to put on ice for a year? Players with little value, other than maybe like stash value right now that have a chance to be worth more in a year. In a year. Mike, give me two of them and I'll tell you which one I like better. Or you like better. So like late round draft picks. Mm -hmm. You're sexy middle of the Packers? No, no, no. We're talking rookies. <laughs> I think. Oh, rookies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got it like taxi they squad. Because be, they have to be low value players that could have value in a year. So that mm -hmm. eliminates like first, second round, really third round. Keyshawn Vaughn. <laughs> Bailey Zapp. <laughs> Zappy. Zamir White. Oh, Nick loves Zamir White. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Someone who could be worth more in a year. Zamir White's a good one. Brock Purdy, Trey Lance. I don't think Brock Purdy's worth more in a year. Mm -hmm. But he could, but I don't think so. Er, Mike is a deep thinker on this, on all of these. Oh, I am. I gotta actually think about it for a second. Because you don't think about, like, every single interaction between every single player, you know? And now we're kind of comparing different, you know, groups of people together. The more 
shallow the bench, the less I'm thinking about stashing a player for a year because they might be worth more next year. Yeah. The deeper the league gets, the more that actually comes into play because he's just going to sit on my bench all year because there's not something better on waivers. So the deeper the bench, the more likely I am to have this kind of a player where you're willing to put them on ice for a year. Yeah, like ice, ice, like at that point, like it would have to be a pretty deep league. And then at that point, mm -hmm. to put on ice for a year, the tight ends. Mm. Wide receivers are just really tough. That's what I thought you were going to go with was yeah. maybe a good tight end. Just because you just uh, said like low value. Mm -hmm. You know, if we went with like regular value, you know, like just players that I'm okay with sitting for a year, stashing on my taxi, like Will Levis, easy, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Zay Flowers, Laporta early, and is like this, you know, in the second, not so much in the first. Mm -hmm. Kendra Miller. Yep, Mayer. Yeah, Mayer. I could totally see that. Mayer is like an absolute stash, you know, he might not start right away. All right, so I got one for you here then, Mike. Okay. Noble, which does yeah. Mike prefer, Sam Laporta or Michael Mayer? Laporta. I'm going to say Laporta too. Definitely Laporta at value. Woo! I don't know if that's the correct answer, but yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets points. <laughs> Everybody. You get a point. Yeah. You get a point. You all get a point. <laughs> I like LaPorta because he's the third selection. I think he's got the clearest path to immediately start on his team, and he generally goes last. Nice. Interesting. Noble, yes. do you have one more song that has Baby in the title or lyrics where you'd like to create a segment out of it? I can't think of the way that Always Be My Baby. What? How, what is the tune to that? Always be my baby. I can't sing that one. I don't know if I know that one. You definitely know that song. So when I was Googling songs with baby in the title, I found that baby is used in lyrics as an affectionate term for someone else in a romantic engagement. Hold on. I'm going to play it real quick so I can get the tune to sing it. So the segment for Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey would be what players will always be your baby what players have you had feelings for that you will always have feelings for long after their deservedness of feelings passes hey it's me your skin <laughs> oh this is a good one <laughs> hey it's me your skin not the song you wanted to hear <laughs> Hold on. Can you skip the ad or is that the song? No, this is the song. The first, the hello, it's the skin was. <laughs> that is the song. I know this song. I just uh, do. <laughs> it's now a dance party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and everybody in the 90s. Yeah. Anyways. Can I play Debbie? Can we do some Debbie Gibson lyrics? Absolutely not. No. <gasps> Whatever. Mariah Carey wasn't. Debbie Gibson composed, wrote, composed, and sang all of her music. Mm -hmm. Name one. Yep. I've seen your picture of Debbie Cakes. <laughs> Moving on. <gasps> okay. 
So what about baby, always be my baby? Who are our choices? All right, Mike, who will always be your baby? Besides Miles Gaskin. Oh, I mean, this one's obvious. I don't even need to give you choices. It's Daniel Jones. It's Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. All right, so Daniel Jones or someone, and give us a trick question. Daniel Jones or one, and give you a trick question. Ooh. Geno Smith. Geno Smith, that's gross. Or Trey Lance. (laughs) Mike is not a Geno Smith lover. Lance. I mean, Lance will be weird. Tua. Tua. Ooh, they're close, but I definitely have Tua above him. Well, there you're giving me the answer. I know, but that would be a trick. I gotta give you a... <laughs> I might get it right. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, no. Is that a... <laughs> Give me a second. Let me Is look. Mike having a conversation with himself? <laughs> a little bit. It sounds like he's winning, though. I'll just uh, entertain while you're... <laughs> you always be my baby. See, I can't do that one. I know more about Mariah Carey from Eminem than I do from Mariah Carey. Oh. Is Eminem a big Mariah Carey fan? Uh, He talked about her occasionally. Oh. I mean, that's like the the tier. It's like Daniel Jones, Pickett, Tua. Mm, Daniel Jones or Pickett is a good one, too. Yeah. Rank those three? Yeah, let's rank those three. Let's rank Daniel Jones, Tua, and Kenny Pickett. Mm. No, you gotta go first. I don't know. Oh. All right. Daniel Jones, Kenny Pickett, and Tua. Yeah. I know you love Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, Tua Pickett. I'm going to go Tua, Daniel Jones, and then Pickett. Pickett and Daniel Jones is close. I like Tua more. I'm not sure your love of Daniel Jones, even though he's paid his future is much more secure than Tua. But I prefer Tua, so I'm going to assume you do at least slightly. Yeah, I prefer Tua slightly. You guys are cheating. (laughs) I definitely prefer Daniel Jones to Kenny Pickett, any format. They're similar tier, but it's just a clear cut. There's, you know, I don't switch back and forth on that at all. Yeah, Tua, I, I have higher. I know people are worried about the concussions. It's not like he's more likely to get get concussions, but he does have to be careful, I suppose. Whatever. You're going to regret that decision at the end of this year. All that speed on that team. Oh, at running back now, too? It's just insane. Well, it was still at running back. I mean, it's not like most hurt is is slow. He's extremely quick, too. The only thing holding him back would be a concussion. Yeah. And it just depends on how much you weight that risk. For me, it's not highly enough to move him behind either one of those guys. So, we've basically met our time limit here. We've talked about some of these other extra extra segments we could have talked about uh, at least slightly like how I wouldn't want Russell Wilson to babysit <laughs> because that's just that's just dangerous <laughs> I did want to share at least that Tank Bigsby had 11.6% drop rate in college and Quentin Johnston had 11.8% drop rate in college these are things people like to point at when they talk about whether they do or don't like someone I like both these guys for the, the record so it doesn't really matter that much to me but maybe these are people people you don't want to babysit for you with a, such a high drop rate. <laughs> yes, that would be a danger, Russ. <laughs> so, lastly... <laughs> I was wondering where he was going with that. And then the I'm drop like, rate? Oh, yes. <laughs> Good thing I would not be throwing them. <laughs> Something. Oh, my God. Yeah, highly discouraged. Definitely. People most likely to drop your baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quentin Johnson, Tank Bigsby, not great babysitters. Okay. Our last segment here. At a baby shower, typically you have like a quiz. Who knows mom and dad the best? And it's like, who's going to be this and who's going to be that? Well, we're going to ask Papa here and see who 
who knows Papa best. I've got a few topics here and then any questions you can think of off the top of your head that are just basically broken news. Broken and news. see whether we can guess Papa's preference or not. So Mike, take us off. All right. We just did Dobbins. So should we not do Dobbins again? Yep. He's holding in. We've done it like three times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is holding in. So I guess then Gus Edwards or Keaton Mitchell as the backup, I guess, with upside to start. I mean, if Dobbins holds in, I don't think that the starting running back is on the team. I don't know if either one of them is going to be great, even though I do take Keaton Mitchell at the end of yeah. rookie drafts. I mean, I, I prefer Gus as far as like the cuff on that team if I had to have one. They did pay him a little bit where he got hurt, and I just don't think there's really anything back behind him. I mean, maybe Hill, but he was really ineffective, and I mean, he got out snapped by Kenyon Drake. That's pretty rough. I think you got to take Gus over Keaton Mitchell, but I probably prefer Keaton Mitchell at value. Yeah, not that I think Gus really has much. He's one of those kind of free things, too. Mm -hmm. Like a broke-down bus that barely runs. Yeah. <laughs> I can dig it. What about Tampa Bay QBs? Tampa Bay QBs? What, Carson Wentz? Maybe. Maybe. Ooh, we got to do something with Wentz, though, because I, I, I think he could potentially start this year somewhere, and, and everybody's completely written him off, and every time he starts, he's just, you have to play him. Tampa Bay's got to be one of the better spots unless, like, Garoppolo fails his physical and then I need a QB for the Raiders. Yeah, then he could go there or somebody gets hurt. Yeah, other than that, it's going to be a backup job. But if he goes yeah. in either of those two spots in those two scenarios, I kind of like Wentz. Would you rather have Wentz or Clayton Toon? Noble, what do you think Mike's answer is? Ooh, that's tricky. Um, Clayton Toon. I'm going to guess Wentz because he's always loved Wentz, <laughs> even though I think Clayton Toon has a probably better chance of starting for a team week one. Mike, can you just say I'm right. <laughs> I could say you're right about some things, but not this one. Go, I'd, I'd prefer Carson Wentz. I think he's got a shot to start if an opportunity opens up or he ends up signing somewhere, maybe winning a job. No, I don't think he's great, but when he does start, he does have QB1 upside. Whatever. I still think it's just as likely McCoy starts there. Mm, the plot thickens. Yep, then we mm. just have another late-round quarterback, but at least he'll be an easy cut if he's not the starter. Very nice. So that awards Nobles maybe some points and me probably more than that. So moving on to the next one, Jonathan Taylor in contract talks with the Colts. Uh, one of those players that are kind of reaching that range where it's going to be either extension or free agency. Well, Saquon Barkley just reached that and got tagged and he's not super happy about it. So I'm curious, Mike, who would you prefer, Jonathan Taylor or Saquon Barkley? Noble? Ooh. Can I guess? You can. You got a 50-50 shot. A Saquon and then Jonathan Taylor, but I know I'm probably wrong. Mike's going to prefer Jonathan Taylor due to a couple of years of age, but he likes Barkley a lot. Yeah, that, that would be, that hits the nail on the head. You got to take Jonathan Taylor for value, but I mean, Barkley is special. <laughs> he could be one of the top couple of scorers, period. Mm -hmm. I definitely, um, I answer for Mike on an emotional level. Yes. Ooh. Mike, what do you think is more likely? Saquon Barkley is the number one running back convenience football or Saquon Barkley doesn't play any snaps this season. He better play snaps. Which is more likely. Mike, you better say <laughs> the first RB1 
on. I don't think there's really any shot he doesn't play any snaps this year. And he does have a realistic shot to be the RB1 overall. That's a good answer. I like it. Yeah. yeah, I like that answer. If he's healthy, that team improves. The offense gets moving more. He does have RB1 upside. So there's been some little like camp buzz thing about Diggs. And then it was nothing. And then it is something. And then he's really worried. And then he's not worried at all. And then it's all good. And he's got his back. And whatever. So Stephon Diggs. I'm curious, Mike. Who do you prefer? Stephon Diggs or Devontae Adams? Noel, tell me. Devontae Adams. I'm going to go Stephon Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> Mike? Yes, I will take Stefan Diggs over Devontae Adams <laughs> of right now. You How will? come? Because you're cheating. Josh Allen <laughs> versus Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy's amazing. That's yeah. pretty fair. That's pretty fair. A whole year younger. Yeah. It also it doesn't matter what target percentage that Adams gets on that team. Uh, they do have a couple other guys there, but just Jimmy, it's Jimmy G versus Josh Allen, and Diggs basically has comparable competition behind him as Adams has behind him in Vegas. You win again, Nick. You win them all. All right. All right. I got another question for you, Papa. All right. Dalvin Cook or Devon Chain? Chain, chain, chain. Currently Dalvin Cook free agent. Devon Chain most likely to be replaced by Dalvin Cook. <laughs> I am going to go with Devon Chain. Yeah? Oh, sorry. I didn't give him the <gasps> Noble. Noble, guess that, and then we'll go back to me. The chain, chain, chain. Great guess, Noble. That that <laughs> was a you. fantastic guess. I'm going to guess Cook, points? and I'm wrong. <laughs> Congratulations. We're tied oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Because oh, that was a super bonus bonus question. Oh man. That was. That got you <laughs> that got you 32 <laughs> points. <gasps> Yay! I brought this. I'm right back in the game. So I think Cook to Miami died when they drafted a running back that early because I think that's what they would have. They would have moved compensation for Cook. Yes, they can still get him. Like they just have to, you know, obviously sign him, but they don't have to send compensation over for him. But I think that died there. I think they like to keep the whole speed thing going on in that offense. Almost every player, skill position player on that offense has crazy speed. I think that ship sailed. I like that perspective because they were interested in Dalvin Cook. NFL draft happened and then they paid third round draft pack capital for their running back. I'm not sure they're going to go sign Dalvin Cook now. That would have happened before the draft. Since it felt like they liked it and they took the running back they wanted, I would be surprised. Noble for the tiebreaker, mm. since we've yes. already basically talked about Clayton Tuna and Hooker. I hope it's a Debbie Gibson question because I'm not feeling confident if it's not. <laughs> Who would Mike prefer? Alexander Madison or Antonio Gibson? Oh, poo. Um, oh, I know what I want to say, but it's probably wrong. I would go Madison over Gibson. You'd kind of think with Madison being the most paid, they spent a, what, a fifth round pick on Ty Chandler, and now they have Dwayne McBride there as well. Madison looks like the only one there. I feel like one of these free agents that are floating around are going to sign with the Vikings before too long. So I feel like Madison's value right now is kind of temporary, and it's about to be docked whenever they sign whoever they sign because I'm going to guess it's going to be one of the better ones and not like a supplementary one. So with the new offensive coordinator, maybe Antonio Gibson ends up being an absolute beast this season. I don't think they're going to sign someone else who's good there considering they just spent draft capital on Chris Rodriguez and Brian Robinson last year and Antonio Gibson the year before. And I think Mike is going to prefer Antonio Gibson to Alexander Madison because Alexander Madison 
person is standing on a glass floor. And because they're cheating and they talked about this before the show, so Nick would get everything right and beat me. No, just guessing with the guy that I trade with the most. I'm not sure. It's just a guess. Those were both very good guesses. <laughs> and the answer is? Oof. Are we tied? It's a tie? It's a tie! I, I no 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 it's not a tie but uh. I mean I guess it kind of could be but I prefer Alexander Madison right now but I <laughs> could see that easily swapping over by the end of the season with usage by Gibson and it may be a new system. Did you hear that? I would. That would be nice there. But yeah, Madison, glass floor. They could easily bring Fournette in. I just think the small sample size we have of Madison looking good on that team is just kind of overblown. I don't think you can just take Alexander Madison and just put him on the team for a whole season and you have Dalvin Cook. Well, that's kind of like what's getting taken from all of the spot starts Madison's got. You know, he's had a few spot starts like, oh, he put up 20 points. Okay, he's Dalvin Cook. Let's just keep him. No, I don't think that's the case. So Noble wins the Papa Bear Claw baby shower baby bear paw baby bear claw baby bear paw baby girl paw so mike you got some decisions to make about names and one of those is the baby twitter handle (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's see we got jk dobbins uh (laughs) russell no that won't do malik no i don't think that'll do (laughs) are you looking for baby names that's what the sheet is right dobbins seidel yeah (laughs) i don't know if any of these are brock (laughs) (laughs) brock's really a girly name Mm, i work with a tray his full name is Definitely stay away from Hooker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Damn it, Noble. You made it through a whole show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Canceled. I would even I would even steer clear of Burrow. I think I would still steer clear of all of these names. Okay. Yes. Noble, get us out of here before we get canceled. Yeah. I know. I think that's been done already. So I hope you enjoyed this special episode of the Rank Draft Trade Podcast also known as Papa Bear Claw's Baby Shower. Again, congratulations to Mike and Elizabeth on their coming soon feature event of their baby girl. As always, we hope you enjoyed the Rank Draft Trade podcast today. We appreciate you listening. Make sure to check us out on social media and give us a follow so you never miss a new episode. But for today, that is all we have. Peace, love, and prosper and we hope we made all of your fantasy dreams come true happy baby shower yeah that was a lot of fun <laughs> yeah. yeah my mom got me those slippers i didn't even know she doesn't even know what it's she just got them randomly she didn't know my username from sleeper no way yep Wait, no what? way she had that no was chance yeah she just saw them and got them i was like that's a specific gift <laughs> yep no it was not a specific gift it was just she saw them and got them oh man what was it Papa Bear on the slippers. Yeah, and she got them randomly. I didn't know his username, just got him Papa Bear slippers. It's like the universal lining. Papa Bear Claw has a child, gets slippers as a gift from his mother, stating the word Papa Bear. Yep. It's like this is going to be your year for fantasy football if the trifecta is correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that means we're going to hit on Dobbins and uh, Bryce Young. <laughs> It's going to be a big year. All the people. Daniel Jones, top five. Bryce Young, top 12. It'll be perfect.